Time now for The Real Estate Connection with Stephen Fayard, a realtor and certified probate and real estate specialist. Whether you're a first-time homebuyer or a seasoned investor looking to downsize, move up, or refinance, this program is for you. From probate sales to landscape design to home repairs and maintenance, this is your weekly look into all things real estate. Now your host for the Real Estate Connection, Stephen Thayard. <laughs> I hit the wrong button. <laughs> Thank you guys for joining me on another episode of the Real Estate Connection with your real estate broker, Stephen Thayard. Hey, California DRE number 0170019. Hey, if you're watching on Facebook, sorry for the technical difficulties. If you're watching on YouTube, hit that thumbs up, smash the like button, and subscribe. All right, welcome to the show. Thank you for joining me today. Let's jump right on in. Hey, it's no secret that the baby boomer generation is reaching retirement age. According to Yahoo News, 10,000 Americans retire every day. Many of those retiring own family homes and are thinking of relocating for various reasons. So the question becomes, do you buy or rent the home you move into in retirement? So if you're in that category and you're thinking about it, hey, Today's podcast is the podcast to you because in today's episode, we are going to explore that very question. Hey, if you're new and you don't want to miss another show, hit me up at this email right here, info at realestateconnectionradio.com. That's info at realestateconnectionradio.com with your name and your email address, and I'd be glad to hook you up with my podcast. You can find me on Podbean and Apple Podcasts. Just look for... The Real Estate Connection with your host, podcast real estate broker, Stephen Thayard. So don't miss another episode. So do you buy or rent the home you move into in retirement? That's today's question. So let's look at the ins and outs of this question. First of all, the current real estate market is still hot. So now is a good time to squeeze the most amount of equity out of your home. There's still low inventory, multiple offers, favorable seller's terms, over asking offer amounts, and prices that are driving uh, upwards by the month. So if you're at all thinking about it and you want to talk about it, give me a call, Stephen Thayard, 408-472-0817, California DRE number 0170019. This all translates to a big cash payout during this selling season. So, what do you do next once you have closed escrow and are receiving all of this cash, right? I have a person that just closed escrow. Their offer, uh, we were at the market at 667000 They got 725 for the house, and now they're moving. So um, what do you do? Do you buy or do you rent? Uh, renting is, is at first... Renting at first is a double-edged sword, right? So we're going to go through that. Here are the pros for renting at first, right? So if you decide to rent without buying, here are the pros. You can get to know the community you're transitioning into. Learn the neighborhoods, understand the traffic patterns, and then also learn your preferred places of one, recreation, shopping, entertainment, and medical resources. As we age, that medical resource issue comes to the top of your list. It's just part of the aging process. You need to know where the nearest doctors are, specialists, hospitals, uh, rehabilitation centers, and then long-term care facilities if you're reaching that stage in your life. 
So you can take time finding your replacement property to purchase um, and um, bring uh, by, by learning these areas uh, of life as well when you're moving uh, into these in, into these B location areas when you're trying to learn how to rent. All right. So um, also being a, a buyer with cash in hand and no need to sell another property puts you in an advantage in today's tight real estate market. So if you do decide to rent, you've already closed escrow. You can uh, have a place temporarily to um, to look for that new house and not be in a great big hurry. And you have cash at hand and you're not at a disadvantage of having to sell a house or close on a house that you're selling in order to buy your next. Especially in California, that becomes a kind of a, a drag and it puts you at a disadvantage in the marketplace that's really tight and there's lots of competitive buyers out there who don't have to sell a house in order to buy their next. Now, if you're moving out of state, that really is helpful um, because if you're moving into a lower cost of living real estate market, you can pay all cash for your home, right? That puts you at a really big advantage uh, when you have all your cash in hand. Even if it's a tight real estate market, say in Texas, Tennessee, or uh, Nevada or Arizona, walking in the door and saying you can write a check and get a loan puts you at a huge advantage if you're renting there first. All right. So, here are some of the other advantages to renting a home before you buy your next. Again, if you're in this situation and you want to talk about your uh, your situation specifically, you can give me a call at 408-472-0817. Again, 408-472-0817. We can talk about your uh, your um, your specific scenario and get involved. And then I'm going to say a real quick prayer. You know what? Lord, keep the gremlins out of this podcast. I do not want to start it again. Technology, please work in Jesus' name. Amen. All right, we're going to keep going. All right, so here are some other advantages to renting a home. The landlord is responsible for maintenance and repairs, right? So if you're renting, you don't have to worry about if things break down, taking care of it. The landlord's supposed to take care of it, right? And then the tax laws have changed. Um, so the tax laws regarding writing off mortgage interest and property taxes have changed over the last few years. And so sometimes when you're looking at it from a tax perspective, it may not make as much sense, especially if you're moving into a lower cost of living area uh, of buying versus renting just from a tax perspective. Now, there are new limits on the amount of property taxes you can write off. I believe that's $10,000 total per year in property taxes. Again, I am not a certified public accountant or a licensed enrolled agent, so check with your tax professional to make sure that this information is correct. Here's my caveat. And then there are new limits for mortgage interest deductions up to $750,000 on your loan. So again, caveat, double check with your a tax professional, your certified public accountant, or your enrolled agent who's licensed with this information. But with those limits, it may not make sense for you from a tax perspective to buy a house and make more sense to rent. The standard deduction has increased. And so if those deductions on mortgage interest and property taxes aren't high enough, then you're just going to get the standard deduction anyway. And so from a tax perspective, you know, you could decide that you want to rent. 
Also, in a lower cost of living state, you may not qualify to itemize your deductions to the increased standard deduction amount. And I just covered that, so I got ahead of myself in my own notes. Again, if you're going to make this decision, make sure you talk to a licensed real estate professional such as myself, Cal uh, Stephen Thayard, your real estate broker here in California. Give me a phone call at 408-472-0817. Again, 408-472-0817. It doesn't matter where you live in California for this question. I can help you. So don't be afraid to reach out. Uh, to speak to me about your specific situation. Uh, my DRE license number is 0170019. Okay, instead, again, we're going to keep going down this road of renting versus buying. Instead of putting money into a home, you could manage this extra cash through other investment strategies that could build on your nest egg in a more efficient way if you don't want to tie up your cash in real estate. Okay, that's another advantage to maybe renting a home instead of buying one. All right, so, so far there's a ton of advantages to renting over buying, but we haven't hit the pros or the cons uh, for renting, uh, not renting a house. So, so far it seems like you may be at an advantage to rent instead of, of buying your retirement home. However, there are some real downsides to renting. You are subject to rent increases at the whim of your landlord. This can be very unsettling for someone who's on a fixed income such as retirees. You may be forced to move multiple times due to increases in rent that do not fit into your fixed income budget. So if you're looking for stability, renting may not be the way for you to go as you don't know how much the rent's going to go up or when it's going to happen. Rent increases in um, areas of the country where you don't have appreciation in uh, home values may, out, may outpace the value of a home, which means you could be looking at these increases going up annually um, instead of being set in how much you're going to be paying. So a landlord could decide also to move their mother-in-law in, their son or their daughter at any time and force you to move. So if, you've getting, if you're getting settled and you really like your rental property, you know, say the landlord's a son gets married and they need a place to live, they could arbitrarily come in and say, hey, I'm not going to renew the lease. I'm going to move my son or daughter in and it's going to force you to move. So you don't control when you move necessarily when you're renting. Also, a landlord could decide to cash out and sell at any time and force you to move. Again, there's no, um, there's no settlement, I mean not settlement, there's no sense of being um, in a permanent spot when you're at the whim of somebody else because again you're paying rent or a mortgage on somebody else's property that you do not own and so therefore it could be a problem later on down the line alright um, what else what are other cons for renting and not buying uh, buying a home will fix your home living expense for the next 30 years in other words it gives you stability so you will know what you're going to be paying over time and your fixed um, overhead cost for, uh, for living is that, just that. It's fixed. It's stable. So you never have to worry about rent increases, number one. 
You can potentially even lower payments in the future with a refinance to lower the interest rates. So if you buy a house in, a, in another part of the country or you're going to retire and you buy a house and say you get in at a rate at 5% or 4.5%, whatever it may be, and the rates go down, you could refinance and lower your cost of living instead of it going up. So at least when you buy a house, you have a fixed dollar amount of what your payment's going to be. There's a potential to actually lower it over time. And you have peace of mind that that rental amount is not going to go up. All right. So also buying a home, mean, buying a home means you get to decide when you're going to move. You control that process. You decide whether you're going to sell it, whether you're going to move out of it and go on an RV trip around the country for a year and then rent it out yourself and come back and reoccupy it, it just gives you more stability in your decision making as far as where you're going to be and how long you're going to be there. Additionally, buying a home for cash dramatically reduces your living expenses. So for instance, you're cashing out of all your equity and moving out of the state of California into a lower cost of living location in the United States, say like Idaho, Montana, Texas, New Mexico, Arizona, um, Oklahoma, Tennessee, Alabama, Georgia, Florida, uh, and the list goes on and on, North Carolina, South Carolina. You can potentially move out of the state, take your equity wish with you, buy a home for cash, have money left over in the bank to live off of or continue to invest if you decide that you still want to work. And then you get to decide what work you want to do and not what work you have to do, right? Because if you've cashed out and you've bought your house for cash and you own it outright, you can go do what you want to do. Um, because now you're earning income to save for the future and invest and to cover your living expenses like utilities, which generally speaking, once you get outside the state of California, are lower. This includes gas, includes water, it includes electricity and heating. It also includes cost of buying vehicles. Um, one of my a good friend of mine is moving out of state to South Carolina, and they gave me the skinny on buying a car out of state how he saved over $10,000 buying a car on the East Coast versus buying in California, one where the sales taxes are lower and the property taxes are lower. So if there's a property tax on your car purchase or sales tax on your car purchase, like in Santa Clara County, here it's 9%. That's almost 10% of every purchase, and it could be much lower in other states. So you're just covering your overhead. Also, if you purchase a home instead of renting it, you can use your home to cover emergency medical costs if you get sick with a reverse mortgage. You can take the equity you have in your house and either get a loan on the house um, and take the cash out to cover um, some emergency surgery or something that isn't covered in your medical coverage that you have in another state or where you're living and use that um, reverse mortgage to cover your expenses, whereas you're renting, you don't have that opportunity. Also, you can use your home to pay for long-term care should something tragic happen and you need uh, someone to come in and take care of you. You can use a reverse mortgage to cover those expenses until you run out of equity. Um, and so that can cover a lot of years of long-term care. Also, when you buy your own home, you're building generational wealth or you have something to pass on to your children 
for generational wealth building as well. So what does that mean? That means you buy the house. When you pass away or when you die, you can uh, bequeath or give that house to your children. And even if they have their own home, they can keep that house and use it as a rental or an investment property. So what's that going to do? The next generation's wealth increases. Your wealth is passed on to them. They hold it. Um, it's paid off, hopefully, or they pay it off, and they use it to generate income. They can take that extra income and buy more investment property, which builds more wealth for their generation. And then when they pass away, they, pa they pass along your wealth and their wealth to their, to their wealth to their kids that creates long-term generational dynasties should the children be smart enough to keep it, all right? Again, should the children be smart enough to keep it. That's very important. So be careful in how you're dealing with uh, be, uh, uh, passing along your, uh, your wealth to members of the family. Make sure they're smart enough. Uh, you can see it in advance, uh, parents out there. You know your kids better than they know themselves, just like our Father in Heaven knows us better than we know ourselves and makes decisions for us. Sometimes we don't understand because he has more information than we do. You're the same way. So be careful in how you pass on that generational wealth or, or, or income. So bottom line is that owning a home provides more stability in your retirement years than renting. Again, with renting, you may not control the cost of, cost of the rent. You're not going to control when you move um, or if somebody wants to sell that property. And you don't have any leverage to use against rental property. And it is an expense that you cannot write off for taxes. Now, again, buying a home may not be a tax write-off due to the changes in the tax laws. And again, check your personal situation with your accountant or your CPA or your enrolled agent who's licensed to give you this advice, but you should fold that into your decision-making. But even with that being said, when you purchase a home, you're fixing in place your overhead, your cost for housing. You're, you know what that's going to be for a minimum of 30 years if you get a 30-year mortgage or 15 years. Or if you just pay it off, there is no expense, right? And then you're only dealing with utilities such as gas, electricity, garbage, water, and um, uh, providing for food, okay? And so then you have something to leverage should some something happen, you could use your home to borrow off of to pay for unexpected bills like medical costs. So that's the advantage of owning. So for me, if I was looking to move forward and I wanted some stability and I wanted to, to know what exactly I was going to be paying um, in my housing expense, to be able to plan all the way from my, my, my retirement to my death, I absolutely would purchase a home. Absolutely, without a doubt, I would buy one whether or not I could get a tax write-off or not. So if you want to talk to me specifically about your specific situation, give Stephen Thayard, your um, real estate broker, a call at 408 472-0817. Again, 408-472-0817. I'd be happy to walk you through your particular fact pattern to come up with the best strategy for you and your family. Again, California DRE number 017-00019. Well, thank you, Lord Jesus. We made it through without crashing. Oh, what a huge blessing. So I'm going to leave you with this as we wrap up today's podcast. Have I not commanded you be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. 
for the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. Joshua 1, 9. So I'm going to leave you with that as we sign off. Thank you for joining me on another edition of The Real Estate Connection with your real estate broker, Stephen Thayard. God bless you. God bless your family. God bless the United States of America. And hopefully we will see you next week on another episode of The Real Estate Connection. All right. Take care, y'all. And we will see you later. And here comes the outro music. This has been The Real Estate Connection with Realtor and Certified Probate and Real Estate Specialist Stephen Thayard. Licensed Cal BRE number 01700019. For more information on this program, visit realestateconnectionradio.com. To contact Stephen directly, call 408-472-0817 or email info at realestateconnectionradio.com. And be sure to tune in next week at this time for The Real Estate Connection.